Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, love. Sarah Sparks here. We get to chat with Carly Myers today. As the founder of the the Stress Less Company, Carly Myers works with women who are experiencing a loss of connection and one of their key relationships, ranging from parent-child to sibling to romantic. She helps them to manage their stress and find more freedom in connection in and with their lives. Carly is the creator of the Holding Space program. We're going to dive right into who Carly is and what she does and her connection with divine. So welcome, love. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. All right. So tell me a bit about your story in either like related to business and aligning with divine and anything around that do you have a story (laughs) oh my gosh I think I have about four four different stories (laughs) um you know I actually I got into this line of work I created the stress less company because of an experience I had when I was a kid um the cliff notes version of that is that when I was about 12 years old a man was actually murdered in my home my mom was shot three times Um, My mom ended up surviving, which was an absolute miracle, but I really ended up struggling for a long time. Um, I struggled with the symptoms of PTSD, with stress, with night terrors, jumpiness, you name it. I was probably struggling with it. And um, I, you know, luckily I wasn't really willing to accept that low grade misery, uh, sometimes low grade, sometimes excruciating misery as my new normal. And So I sort of spent 10, 15 plus years exploring, trying to figure out, okay, what, what could work for me? Um, And, you know, I would go to people and I would say, you know, Hey, I'm kind of struggling right now. And I would ask for advice. um, Or I would just say, Hey, I'm kind of struggling right now and see what, see what they would say. And it was like clockwork. I sort of got the same five or so responses every time, you know, Hey, have you tried therapy? Have you tried yoga? Have you tried meditation, changing your diet, hitting the gym, you know, the basics of the basics. And for me, that was actually, while I knew that those responses, they were trying to be helpful. It was really discouraging for me because, uh, from my perspective, it was like, of course I've tried those things. We have all heard of those things. Many of us at least have heard of these things. There's a reason that they're so mainstream because they do work for so many people and they did help me quite a bit, but I was looking for something more. And, um, one, I was looking for, um, I was looking to, I don't know, heal or uncover or, or re-narrate the story that, that I was carrying around that trauma. So I could have some internal peace, let's say. Um, two, I was trying, I was looking for deep connection and a safe space to land in my relationships. Um, and three, I think there, there was this, this part of my journey that has to do with my spiritual practice. Cause there was a lot of healing that needed to happen there for me. Um, 
because of that trauma, I had sort of a rough relationship with a power greater than myself, if you will. Um, so anyway, I started the stressless company sort of after 10, 15 years of exploring and finally figuring out, oh my goodness, okay, these things really work for me to have a lot more of that emotional freedom or, or just that in, internal freedom that I was looking for. And, um, started my practice that way, did about five, six years there. And then I discovered safe conversations and the power of that work. And I also knew that healing and isolation isn't an option. And so, okay, what can we do to, to create healthier relationships for myself, but also for my clients to say, um, to expedite our healing through connection, through healthy, safe, loving connection. Um, connection with other people, connection with source. The list goes on. Yeah. Feels like there's just so many layers to your own healing, but then what you help other people with. It's not, I mean, it's emotional, physical, mental, spiritual. I mean, it's, it's all it's, connected. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Goodness gracious. Um, do you attribute your success thus far to listening to that inner knowing to your soul, whatever you want to call it? Wait, well, yeah. What, what do you call it? Ooh, I have a lot of names for it. <laughs> um, I can call it my gut. I can call it, sometimes I call it infinite prosperity. Um, sometimes I call it my soul, although soul never feels quite right. It feels like it's even more powerful than that word for me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll use all of those interchangeably. Very but yeah, cool. I would say I I attribute a lot of it to to let's say following my gut in mm -hmm. that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um believing that my like let's say my inner knowing, knowing that low grade misery didn't have to be that didn't have to be my trajectory for the rest of my life. Like that's some mm -hmm. that's a knowing that I followed and so I kept exploring. Um or the knowing that I wasn't meant to be like, I was meant to spread a, a particular message or be seen in a bigger way. Following that message, I would have never started my business. Um, and then knowing that I'm sort of following now as my primary knowing, which is that it's all about connection. Everything is about connection and connectedness. And that sort of leaves me to be toward that connection with the divine toward my connection with myself, toward my connection with others, but it's, or, and even things, right. It, it's all about connection and following that has led me to many, really many beautiful places, including the, the launch of my new holding space program. So yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the holding space program is for women who are experiencing a loss of connection uh, in one of their key relationships. So it could be like you, had, you mentioned earlier, it could be a parent child. It could be a sibling. It could be platonic, like your best friend, um, or it could be, uh, romantic, but the only, only real requirement for, let's say membership to, to the group is that we're really looking for healthy and loving relationships. We're looking for deep connection and belonging. Um, and so, I created this, this group for women to, to just be deeply witnessed and to deeply witness and see other people. So we come together 
um, for cheaper than the cost of therapy. It's <laughs> my little infomercial ad. Um, we come together regularly and we we share what's on our hearts and and other people really witness us and and we really witness the other person. Um, and the whole point of that that circle or that offering is, of course, to be witnessed, but to also uncover that inner wisdom, um, to connect with that, um, with our gut, with that infinite prosperity, with whatever you might call that inner thing within you. Um, and then also to learn the way that we've evolutionarily um, always learned, which is through the sharing of stories and experiences mm-hmm. of others. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Someone touches myself. I'm envisioning this. Do the women that, or men, or whomever, do the people who join this, does it require, like, is it part of the learning to be open to having conversations with us? <laughs> you know, like, because, <laughs> like, like, I feel like, you know, being really vulnerable and open and then being that way in front of a whole group, I, myself, have a lot of him like <laughs> coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's part of the process because so many of us, especially in this particular subset of people that I'm I'm trying to bring together, um, we've been burned. We've been burned by our personal relationships, um, some of them at least. And and so yeah, it's it's a learning process to trust again, to keep our heart open even when even after let's say heartbreak. And, and it could be heartbreak from a variety of different relationships, but yeah, that's part of the learning. And, and that's sort of why one of the reasons I created the container was because it's really scary to practice it out in the, in the quote unquote real world. Um, there's a lot at stake, um, in terms of our feeling state and, and what, what we're afraid of might happen again, let's say. But in the container, we we really use the principles of of tools or the methodologies of tools like safe conversations, where it's there's a there's safety in the structure. There isn't crosstalk. There isn't the opportunity for unsolicited advice. Let's say, which by the way, is criticism. There there isn't the opportunity for um, negativity. There's a there's a system and a structure in place to make this space the safest space possible to really be real and be vulnerable and practice it in there so that we can be it out here. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm lost in my own experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recalling, oh, I, as you're talking, I'm honestly recalling a few conversations where they didn't go well. And I was just observing them as you were talking. And so I was like, oh, that's not good hosting of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we all, we all have that. I was just on a networking call, um, maybe an hour or two before this. And I was sharing exactly what I, what I do and, and about my program and my like two minute, you know, spiel time. And at the end of my, my time, there was another woman who was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I was just thinking about my sister. 
like, can you repeat that? Right. Cause it does, it's so relatable. It's so relatable. As soon as, as soon as that the brain here is okay. Loss of connection. We want more. It's a relationship that's in our lives, let's say, but, but it's not the relationship we want it to be. It's like, boom, it's my sister. Boom. That's my mom. Boom. That's my husband. Boom. That's, you know, and we go to that place. The, the brain's like, okay, what folder are we in? Let's open that folder. <laughs> and then we could be off to the races, you know? So totally normal experience. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I am like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And she's like, like in the library and trying to choose a book. I'm like, I'm on the ladder and I slide across. I'm like, oh, here's a book. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank oh you. my gosh. Thank you for like also bringing me back, but also having this conversation as well. I'm sure many of us can relate. Um, so bringing back to divine and your own connection, uh, how do you, do you make intuitive decisions now, like based on your guts, or have have you have you learned to trust your intuition? Hmm. Hmm. I would say yes. And yes and no. <laughs> so I do make, I do make a lot of my decisions based on, on my intuition and my gut. Um, and do I trust it all the time? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. If I'm being honest, there are days where I'm like, yes, a hundred percent, let's go like this. It, there's no doubt, like full trust. And then there's days where I'm like, I hear you, but also what about this other thing over here? <laughs> or also what about this other thing over here? And so, you know, the way, the way that I sort of approach it is that one, that's normal to not trust my gut all the time. I mean, especially the way many of us are raised or the way I was raised. Um, there's, a, and, and the people I had surrounded myself with, growing up, we, we are told often that we're wrong. So we start to question our, our own experience and our own gut. So that can be my experience, but yes, my, the way I kind of walk through the world is to say, okay, uh, today I trust. Okay, great. Today I don't trust. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Am I willing to accept the possibility that like, maybe trusting my gut could be useful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm willing to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there are other days where I'm like, Nope, <laughs> we are in strategy mode. <laughs> we are in brain central ain't trusting my gut. I hear you, but no, ain't happening. So it, it depends on the day. And I just, I try my best to connect in as much as I can. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. How do you connect in? Ooh, uh, there's so many ways <laughs> there's, there's so many ways. My favorite way to connect in mm -hmm. is to go on a walk outside, put on a really good song playlist, let's say, and really feel the sun on my skin, the music in my ears, the wind in my hair. And maybe if I'm lucky, the urge to shake my hips a little bit <laughs> on that walk. Um, that would be my favorite way to connect in. 
Um, sometimes I'll replace the music with a little Abraham Hicks or, you know, inspirational, uh, inspirational listen, but. I'm laughing and smiling because that is one of my favorite ways. Like when I, and if people have been listening for the years that this has been going on, they'll be like, oh, this story again. Uh, I, when I was, I just stayed curious with how I connected. And I was like, I know I had this connection. I'm not quite sure what it is or who it is or how this works. And so I went for a walk and I just like tested it. And I was like, all right, if it's light, it's right. If it's heavy, it's no. I set up some like guiding principles of like, okay, some rules for myself. And so I just kind of like felt my way into it. But now I, I go for jogs, or I go for a walk and I either I'm listening to Abraham Hicks or I'm listening to music and I love a Latin beat. I'm not Latin, uh, but I love Okay. And I was just out jogging and I was like shaking my shoulders and my hips while, while I'm jogging. And I'm sure my face was having, having like 88 different facial expressions happening. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, everybody around here has those, uh, like video cameras for the doorbell whatever they are and I'm like they I'm probably on several of these and they're like laughing going oh like the big ding 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 <laughs> someone's walking past oh just because lady down the street <laughs> yes oh my gosh I so two things Latin music related the other favorite way to connect with sources I I've been doing salsa bachata Latin dancing recently so connected when I'm connected in my body and present like that especially as the follower where you're like what's the guy gonna do is he gonna spin me you know it's that's one of my favorite ways to connect and then the other thing that came to mind as you were sharing that story is um something that I'm I've been trying to manifest it's like a silly silly ridiculous uh, but totally fun thing I'm trying to manifest so most days when I go on this walk I walk to the river um the the Delaware River uh which is maybe a 10 minute walk from where I live here in Philadelphia and there's this little tiny tiny little park it's like a hole in the wall like only the old fishers go there <laughs> um and there's this little secret passageway that you can go through to get to the actual waterfront where there's rocks and you can sit on the rocks and you can just sit by the water. And every day there's, there's freight boats and, and all sorts of stuff. But every once in a while, there's a jet ski. There's a group of jet skiers. And so it makes me think sometimes I'll, I'll stand on one of those rocks and I have that good music in my, in my ears and the sun's on my skin. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to dance on this rock. Like nobody's stopping me. I'm dancing on this rock. Um, so that's a deep moment of connection for me. But uh, sometimes there's jet skiers going by and my secret dream is to be to one of those jet skiers to be so inspired that they were like, this girl looks like she needs to go jet skiing today. <laughs> my secret dream is for them to come up to me and to be like, would you like to join me on my jet ski? <laughs> and for me to be like, you look safe and cool and fun. Yes, I would like to do that. And um, this is totally a tangential story. But I was telling one of my friends the other day <laughs> about how I was like, you know, I think to get one of these jet skiers to come pick me up, I need to look like a good time. So I'm going to def I'm just going to continue dancing, you know, like I'm going to be dancing on this rock by the water and somebody's going to invite me to dance, <laughs> to dance, to get on this jet ski. And she's like, Carly, you probably look like one of those crazy guides on the, on the median <laughs> of a highway. 
that's just dancing with their like sailed sign yeah but um another moment of deep connection and that like playful silliness of like it doesn't matter like it's the manifestation the the dream of the manifestation is enough to make my whole day like you can probably tell like glowing just thinking about how amazing and silly and wonderful this scenario would be it would be awesome and I'm laughing also because when I met my husband I looked at him and I was like he he said he's so strangers meeting in a bar and my hotel and my friend's hotel was was miles away we we took an eight eight dollar cab ride to this place my thought was he he says to me so i'll offer you a rate free drive back to your hotel oh no and it was funny because you have to know his personality as well and i looked at him and i thought he's safe i'll go so when you're like he's safe I'm like no, oh, no. <laughs> this story is actually relevant. Like, and I and I laugh because I'm like, how many men? I don't know if you're, if you're thinking of it of the person being a man or not. But I was I said to him, I was like, how many men men, uh, like walk around and be like, someday a woman will want to ride on the back of my jet ski because I am safe. <laughs> I don't think men are like. I wish someone would think that I'm safe. (laughs) (laughs) No. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I do like, you just added a layer to this manifestation though, is that maybe there is a guy who's having a good old time on his jet ski, but it actually didn't matter what gender in in my manifestation, but all they want is this person. All they want is another like a, a partner, like a fun partner in crime. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's somebody out there probably manifesting me. They just like want, they want, they've always dreamed of picking someone up offshore. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to come together like puzzle pieces. It's going to be great. We're going to be best friends for life, whoever this is. I had always felt since I was young and I'm, I, I, I attributed this, this vision as because of like movies and stuff. But I never dreamt of like, oh, a prince is going to come and save me. I was like, please don't lock me in a castle. Good Christ. You know, <laughs> no, thank you. But I did always have this vision that I was going to meet somebody on vacation. And that's how I met my husband was I was on vacation. And I was yes. Like, I, I was listening to Abraham the other day while on the jog. And someone was asking about vision and imagination in when when they were in the hot seat and they were describing imagination or Abraham described imagination as the human is a lot is lining up with their higher self mm-hmm. and what your higher self wants and desires and in that desire then that frequency and that vibration gives you a vision, gives you an imagination, it gives you an image versus the person in the hot seat was thinking that that she was the one generating the image to form the manifestation. Mm-hmm. And there's like, no, like the manifestation is already there. Like the, the, the frequency is already there. The desire is already there, but it's you lighting up with it. And then that sends you an image that sends you the vision. And I was like, hmm, that's a different, that's like a, 
that's a way of looking at it. I don't know. I don't know what's right or wrong. I don't know. I don't know, but I will tell you this whole jet ski vision thing uh, just came to me. It's something that I've just latched onto and I don't know where, where it's come from, except for that it feels good. And so I just keep, I keep thinking about it because uh, it feels good. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think. And that's about- sort of. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, I was just going to say like, that's sort of how I've, I've like manifested other things accidentally. Um, now, if we could just get there with money, love <laughs> just like a download in terms of a vision with money, but um, even like in the dating, in the dating world, like I've seen myself manifest like very specific visions. Cause I've just daydreamed about it. Like I've just been like, Ooh, that's wonderful. And then like, next thing I know it's in my reality. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But when they download like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And sometimes it requires little contrast in the words of Abraham, like a little pain and suffering to give me the vision, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I posted the other day. I'm like, I think I've completed the doing the hard part of my life. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm I've got my certification. Thank you. <laughs> Ready to move on. <laughs> All right, spirit. You've been saying for me to do things with these. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness so um any final advice for us today mm. you know I think it's as scary as it sounds or as silly as it sounds to follow what feels good would be my biggest piece of advice mm-hmm. follow what feels good and I have a question for those listening do you know what feels good Mm, how do you know it feels good yeah yeah I mean well, is it just anything or you know do you do do you have a radar of feeling good or is your radar feeling good so low that your feeling good is just a little bit less than bad you know I don't know you know like yeah well I can tell you there for a while in my life and sometimes we, we all have our roller coasters uh feeling following what feeling good meant oh is the anxiety in my gut not loud not as loud today um that was following what was feeling good so following what feels a little bit better um um sometimes it was the absence of the pain and suffering or the, of the physical sensation of anxiety that was what felt good put in air quotes um sometimes what feels good is simply neutrality So it's not about like, Ooh, everything's wonderful. And I'm so excited. And this life is great. And the jet skier picked me up off the side of the river. No, like some days it's just feeling, feeling good can just be, Oh, I'm in a neutral state. I don't feel good. I don't feel bad. And that's progress. And that is trailblazing in the direction that I want to go. Which way am I trending in terms of that language again? Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And what is the best way to connect with you? So I would say visit stresslessco.com slash links. Okay. That way you can find everything you need there. Awesome. We will put that in the show notes. So you do in the description, just click on it, connect with Carly, 
and hope you enjoyed this conversation. Let, let us know what you got from it. Rate, rate it um, best if you're listening to it on iTunes. So you can leave a comment and rate it and all the, all the fun things. So, so Carly's message can get out and out and out and out. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Thank you.